You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Suits After Show. There's that song. We just love this song, I right? do. I love it. Hello, everyone. Hello, all my suitors out there. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Suits, Season 2, Episode 14, He's Back. And we're down one host tonight. Tara is not with us today, but she will be back next week. But to fill in for her, we have to... We, we're going to hold it down right here. we got three awesome ladies up here, and we're going to talk all things Suits, Suitors, we're going to get lit up. It's going to be a fun show. Yes. Yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Tiana Hobson, and joining me today, I have two lovely co-hosts over here. Melissa Unger. And I'm Ashita Anre. All right. So this episode was very intense. Yes. I mean, Daniel Hardman is back. So we're, we're going to dive right in with Hardman being back. And I know that you two are both new to the series, new fans <laughs> to the series, I should say. So basically, Jessica and... Um, Harvey spent most of, well, all of the first half of this season getting Daniel Hardman out of the firm again because he was there, he's a partner, his name's on the door. And then sometime in the past before we knew Harvey and Jessica, they got, they basically blackmailed him to get him out because he was having an affair on his wife Mm -hmm. and he was embezzling from the company. So then he came back and they were like, we have to get him out of here again. So then they got him kicked out again and now he's coming back for a third time to get a little vengeance on them again. Yeah. yeah. Did you want to go ahead? Vengeance is an under, very much an understatement. He comes out with all guns blazing and is like, here, I just want to you know, let you know I'm the attorney for a lawsuit that's against you. And the way he, I just thought it was very, very interesting. It's like, yeah, I'm going to sign a confidentiality agreement to protect you and protect myself. But in the end, I'm going to use that to to uh, dismantle your firm, basically. Pretty much. He, yeah. He came out there. I mean, Jessica, there's no way. I know Jeff, Jessica kind of felt bad because at the end of the episode, she was like, this is all my fault because mm-hmm. I signed it. But when she signed that agreement and that was the mid-season finale, I mean, she had no, no other choice. And it seemed like a great plan. You don't see how he can then turn around and use it against them in the future like he does now. Right. But a part of me thought maybe Jessica would kn- knew that he would play that card. And I guess she didn't know. That's why she was so upset with herself yeah. about the situation because she didn't see it coming. Yeah. She got got. She got got. And yeah. it's hard to get it's hard to get played because you just be like, oh, okay. But <laughs> they got played the entire show. Every time they try to take a step, he already had a step ahead of mm-hmm. them, and I, that was very frustrating to them. But they was able to work it out, and that's what we're going to talk about yes. on this on this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he like you said, he comes in. He's mm-hmm. you know they're doing a deposition for the Folsom Foods case. <laughs> right. When he kind of slides in, they're like, oh wait, 
yeah, actually, you're being sued for wrongful t- termination. Mm-hmm. We're going to flip this right against you. And it's the same suit that Mike wrote up to use against him right? at the end of the f- first half of the season. So it's kind of, I mean, he's been at his house planning and plotting this. So he is already three steps of ha- ahead of anything that they're going to do. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And this clearly is not okay with anyone in this room right now. I mean, (laughs) you can just see Harvey and Jessica just, they are pissed off. Yeah, they need to take him outside and let him have it. Not in a courtroom, not in a a conference room, but actually probably outside Outside. in a parking lot. (laughs) Maybe he got his keys, his car keyed or something like that. Who knows? (laughs) He won't show us that. And he's definitely trying to get in their heads. Mm -hmm. Uh, He pulls when Harvey's escorting him out to the es- to the elevator, you know, he's saying like, oh, look, my name's still up here. Why isn't your name mm-hmm. up here? Kind of like, Jessica's never going to trust you enough to make you partner. Right, and right. That leads into all these other conflicts that we'll get into later. But I want to talk about when he comes back for Jessica's deposition. Okay. Because I feel like he went at her hard. He did. And yeah. was it crossing a line or is all fair in the courthouse, I guess? I think he was trying to shake her up. That's what I think he was trying to do. And the fact that he just had everything prepared. And like you said, three, you know, steps ahead of everybody Mm -hmm. else. So he was just ready. And I think the way that he came at Jessica was just to let him know, like, look, I'm prepared. I'm going to shake you up. And I know you cannot say a word because you signed that confidentiality agreement. So I'm going to take you for 15 million if you even utter or lead into anything that you're not supposed to say. And that was the reason why it was so good. Yes. So I think that that's what it was, that he just just he rattled her. her too. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He I, did. She, Harvey had to calm her down, which is different because usually she it's has Jessica. To have to calm yeah. Harvey. Yeah. Harvey she's the emotional one. <laughs> and she's usually the level-headed person. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's what happens when you're a woman. You're called old and, and barren. barren. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and she's married to her job. Like, she's never yeah. had a boyfriend. Oh, and, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I think I would have flipped out and slapped him right there. See how far my arm reaches. <laughs> I don't know. When I heard that I was like oh my gosh I'm surprised she didn't get off the table and like let him have it right then and there well she definitely thank you Marissa (laughs) (laughs) well she definitely got up because she knew and she was like this is bullshit yeah she just she had to because you you get to the point where you're like you know what if you say something else you're gonna make me really react Mm -hmm. so the best thing for me to do is to leave and to walk away and just to let everybody know this deposition is over and that's exactly what they had to do. Yes, they at had this to. Point. I mean, the tension between Harvey and Jessica just in those moments is huge, and that is something I want to talk about, mm-hmm. just how this is affecting their working relationship, but we'll talk about that later. Um, and then, you know, there's the whole Monica's deposition that he comes back for again. And again, this is another one where M- Mike has this awesome idea to, you know, we can't say anything about this affair or the embezzlement, but we can have Monica actually say that she was having the affair and mm-hmm. if she brings it up it's not a breach of contract well I mean again they were ahead of the bullet on that one and they were able to flip that back on Pearson Hartman again right. by then accusing Lewis of sexual harassment right and that's oh the God. reason why she felt uncomfortable and at work and everything and in that moment for me I, I was feeling bad for Lewis 
I was too, and I was feeling bad for Mike and Harvey because they looked stunned. You see the look on their yeah. face? They were like, oh, damn, we got God again. <laughs> but it's like they were listening like they were just brand new on the information mm-hmm. because you see Harvey lean in like, what? What did you say? Say, wait, what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, my gosh, you guys are not going to get a leg up on this at all. At and all. so and he knows that he was like, oh, yeah. So this is something else that you, that he was telling Mike. This is something else that you didn't know about. You know, yeah. and so it's always these secrets amongst themselves that gets them in trouble because Harvey doesn't know what Mike's doing or Mike finds out what Harvey's doing. Jessica doesn't know what anybody's doing. And then just, you know, it's like yeah. everybody's playing secrets. And mm-hmm. so it's biting them in the butt. So they really need to work as a team a little bit and just say, look, let's just put everything on the table. This is what's going on. But luckily, they, they were able to work yeah. it out at the end. I mean, yeah. and you think that. Since, you know, they know that they're under attack and they're under war right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you all come together to just, like, unite as a front? Like, okay, look, guys, no more going behind each other's backs. No more secret meetings, like, where you're ambushing, you know, the opposing person outside their workplace. Right. Mike Mm -hmm. does. And I love that Jessica did call, you know, when when Harvey tried to get mad about it. Mm -hmm. She called him out. She was like, that's what you would have done. Right. He, he is you. You have trained him. He's doing everything mm-hmm. just like you would. So you know what a pain in my side you are. Right. Because you have him now. But it's like they do need to come together. They need to stop hiding everything from each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, during this whole thing, too, I felt bad for Mike because, you know, he doesn't know that Jessica's the real reason why he went after Monica to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's apologizing like, Jessica doesn't deserve this. Jessica doesn't deserve this. And Monica's like, look, kid. You're being really naive right now and mm-hmm. kind of dumb. Like, you need to open right. your eyes and see. Right, But she was being a little vindictive because she was like, do you know what Jessica said to me? She said, I don't care. And so now she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. But Mike is trying to tell her that, you know, they're using you to go after the firm. It's not necessarily your case that it's really caring about. It yeah. has, There's a bigger picture here. But just because the fact that Jessica didn't care about her and didn't care about the situation, like, look, I did not know he was embezzling money. And so she's like, you know what, I'm going to get her back. Yeah, and that was her. That was her whole reasoning. Nothing like a scorned woman. Exactly after you. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that is mm-hmm. right. Exactly. So after this whole deposition, where they accuse Lewis of being, you know, sexually harassing Monica, Harvey's then kind of, you know, attack not attacks, but he confronts Daniel in the men's restroom. Mm-hmm. Of all, they do a lot of scenes in, in the, the bathroom. I know. Yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah, I'm it's, like, is this really where deals are made? You yeah. Know? You. What if somebody else is in there and they don't want you to know that they're in there, so they're just really, really quiet? Yeah, they're like, I would just, lo- yeah, no it's, bathrooms private. It's kind of awkward, I think, to do business in a bathroom, but you know, I think ladies do business in a bathroom. I think men tend not to. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about the bathroom and the elevator that gets a lot of (laughs) (laughs) airtime. And I don't know if it's because there's no witnesses. Nobody can see it. Nobody can hear it. There's no cameras. So I'm wondering if that's the reason why there's a lot of action in the bathroom and in the elevator. (laughs) That would make sense because, I mean... It's uncommon to see characters on TV in a bathroom. Right. When you think about it, sometimes yeah. I'm watching shows and I'm like, wait, do they ever go to the bathroom? Because right. no one's ever in a bathroom. <laughs> right. But here they, apparently they use the bathroom a lot at mm-hmm. Pearson Hardman. <laughs> this is another one of those cases where they're yeah. in the bathroom. Harvey's trying to settle at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Daniel's not really having all the any of this because he says, 
it's not about the money. Right. Mm. To me. I'm basically just trying to drain you of all your resources to make you guys go under and then every, you guys lose everything mm-hmm. just like I have. Mm. Right. And at that point, you know, I was, I was just thinking like, man, he might actually pull this off because what he's trying to do is actually working. He's already five steps ahead of everyone. Mm-hmm. So how are they going to be able to stop this? And is he is this too far for him to, you know, for his revenge, I guess, on the firm? Like, wouldn't you? Ra- I don't know. I think I'd want the 15 mil personally. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just breach your contract. I'll take right. 15. Yeah. You know, but I think the, the ultimate reason that he wants is he just wants the demise of the firm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so whether it, that's and that's what he said, whether it's 15 million or whether it's the other cases. You guys are going down. I'm going to bleed you dry. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it's a lot of money. <laughs> but Jessica didn't want to cave either. She was all, I mean, it's two egos versus one another, I feel like. Oh, that's if, a really good point. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you could you could take it as far as bringing up the Kardashians and Chris Humphreys. You know, it's the same oh, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> it's not about the money. It's about it's the, the ego and, and yeah, the principal and who's right and stuff. And I was surprised that she did not. I mean, just sign it and you're done with it. You know, you're res- risking everything for this uh, one thing. For this one thing, yeah. I was very surprised, but I think the only way they're really going to be able to kind of turn the tables on Harvey is stop acting how they typically do. You know, they mm-hmm. really have to look inside themselves and say, "Listen, he's five." Ten steps ahead of what we would usually do. What is something that we're not going to typically do? Which they end up kind of figuring out at this point because they realize that Mike's idea wasn't half that bad. Mm -hmm. It was just being aimed at the wrong person. Mm -hmm. So now they're bringing Daniel back in for his deposition. There's a lot of depositions going on in this episode. Yes, you know everything was happening in the conference room. I love that they had his in his old office Mm -hmm. that they turned into a conference room. This is what we think of you. Right. beautiful Mm -hmm. office that we could give to anyone we're just using it as our conference room Mm -hmm. now no big you know it's just where everyone can just kind of come in and we're really sticking it to you i guess and not leave your stale coffee in there yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like this is this is like our trash room basically now um so basically they do get him to confess that he had the affair with Monica, mm-hmm. but he says that you know it doesn't really matter that you have this because you still are the one who fired her within 24 hours of finding out about mm-hmm. it, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. So, my question is because I don't know much about law, is he right and is this over or is this just the beginning of the fight? I think it's he is partially right, you know, because mm-hmm. it was the way that it was viewed as, you know, discrimination uh, because she said, I don't know anything about embezzlement, but she still fired her. And then the fact that she had to go to Lewis and send in her resignation letter to Lewis. So all those factors played in a role. And I, and the reason why is because she made a statement saying, well, I was sexually harassed by Lewis. And you're making me go back to Lewis to go and turn in my resignation letter. So he had all the points 
Like he had all his I's dotted and his T's crossed on every angle. Every angle. Every angle. So they were forced to take the heat on that one where they they didn't have a comeback. You see yeah. when they they just sat there and it was just like, okay. And then you can see the look on Mike's face at that point because he didn't know that either. Yes. So he threw, <laughs> the, he cigarettes. threw the cigarettes back at him. So he did not know which prompted him to go meet the client. Mm-hmm. Well, not the client, but the um, opposing client again to try to get her to settle because that was the only way to save the firm. It was. And Mike is good at this because he he still has that human emotion Yes, where he's still Mm -hmm. emotionally connected to the clients where Harvey tells him all the time you need to check out you can't Mm -hmm. do that. But he still really feels so he goes to her to apologize which is so different than anything that Harvey would ever do. Jessica might do Mm -hmm. an apology, but Mike's Mm -hmm. like the only person. He's he's like, I'm sorry, and I know that what we did to you was wrong, but look at what you're doing to even more people. Right. And, you know, you can't be a part of that. So Mike comes in and saves the day. Yes, he does. Yes, after he kind of flubbed it a little bit in the middle there. Right. (laughs) He came back and redeemed himself. (laughs) For a guy who's not a real lawyer, to come in and save the day. Yeah. Yeah, on a big thing like this that's mm-hmm. pretty that's huge. huge yeah 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 it's huge go Good mike go Woo! mike so that kind of is all the daniel hardman mm-hmm. stuff that's going on and there's mm-hmm. a lot of other things happening within this storyline too but before we talk about that if you're not watching us live or watching us on youtube please go check us out on itunes subscribe to our podcast like us tell a friend spread the word Give us a comment. Give us rate us five stars if you like what we're doing. Tell us what you liked, what you don't like. Give us a little feedback so that we know how to cater to you because we're just fans of the show, just like you guys are. So right. if there's anything we're missing that you guys want to talk about, wanna share with us, please do so on mm-hmm. iTunes. Yay. Yay! Join the After Buzz Nation. Yeah. Yeah. After Buzz Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, let's talk about Harvey and Jessica. Because I believe it was last week in our predictions, we Mm -hmm. talked about how this whole thing was going to bring up a lot of tension between Harvey and... that me that made that prediction? I think that was you. I was like, I couldn't remember who said it. I should have put money on it. I should have put money on it. I put 15 million. (laughs) (laughs) And oh my goodness, the tension between them. Because you were the other... You also said that maybe there was something sexual between Harvey and Jessica. Is that you or Tara who said that last week? I... Well, probably me, because I'm always talking about something sexual. (laughs) So when I was watching the episode this week, I was looking for it. Mm -hmm. And there was a a couple moments right after she, right after her deposition, when she's like, I think you should have stepped in sooner. And Harvey was like, I'm not your husband. Right. At that moment, I was, that's when I kind of, it clicked in my head, like, maybe there could be something there. Mm -hmm. But then everything was just so tense and between them after that, that. I but totally I picked up it. on something else. Yes. You know, that I, Donna. Donna. Yes. yes, I did pick up on something else. But I'll go back to uh, Jessica and Harvey's relationship. Yeah. It it did bring tension to both of them, this particular episode, be- only because Jessica was feeding in her ego. Hmm. And I knew Harvey was right the entire time. You have to settle. It will break us. And she just would not do it until at the very end she was forced to but you can you can see why she didn't want to because she felt like she looked stupid yeah. you know yeah. on on both accounts mm-hmm. so 
I understand why their relationship was difficult, you know, when they were bantering back and forth. But with Donna, <laughs> and this is what I picked up on, with Donna and her explaining how she smacked, what is it, Jeff? Um, Daniel. Dan, Dan, Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, smacked him and smacked him twice and how they were going back and forth with that. That was but a great then, scene. Yes, that was a per- I loved it. I lo- and that and, and Lewis Littman in the elevator. Yes. <laughs> that was a great scene. If you even so much as tell me the wrong time. I will, I will kill, kill you. you. Ouch. Love it. Love it, love it, lit love it. Yeah. Right there. You've been lit up, You've Daniel been lit Hartman, up, right. In the elevator. Exactly. <laughs> and he could not say a word. He didn't even say anything back. I think he saw it in his eyes. Like, mm-hmm. okay, he's not playing. He would really try to come he after really me. Will. Yeah. So, but anyway, back to Donna. <laughs> and so, when Jessica was coming out, he was like, well, look at you. Don't you look beautiful? And then you can just see. It was almost like... And inflation, like her just bubble just popped like, oh, my gosh. oh God, I just had my moment and now my moment is gone because Jessica is coming in here looking beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And you and you could tell she thought for a second he was, he was talking, talking about her. her. Yes. I too. I, my heart melted for her because there's that whole history where um, in the beginning of the season, Donna has is le- is fired mm-hmm. because of you know the letter that Daniel Hardman planted right. that she never got and then when he's questioning her on trial and stuff you know there's that moment where he's questioning her about her and Harvey's relationship mm-hmm. and it's like it was there that I got really excited I was like yes they're finally gonna have one right. and then it went down this whole other road and then now you could see that she kind of thought it was happening and I just love Donna so much like Donna I do too. is my girl yeah yeah but I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to predictions to okay, get my we'll little get... prediction going on here Ooh. because I think there's something there oh yeah yeah so I'm, I'm yeah, okay, we'll, you, predict, yeah. we'll predict we'll predict that. we'll predict it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so things are we'll get back to Harvey and Jessica. Yeah. And Jessica kinda on doing her sneaky things on the side, going She's to still see Robert doing, Zane. Yes. Oh my gosh. When yeah, she showed up at Robert Zane's house looking yeah. fabulous. Looking fabulous. What was that about? I don't I don't know. But yeah. the first time she <laughs> showed up fur. and Rachel opened the door. And it was kind of that awkward, like, oh, crap, my boss is at my front door right Right, right. And Jessica kind of hesitates. And Mm -hmm. it made me question, like, did Jessica not know from last week that Rachel is Robert Zane's daughter? I think she knows. I just think that she wasn't expecting her to be at his house. And she says, I don't live here. You know, so. It was like that awkward. Very quick to say, I don't live here. Right. (laughs) I'm not choosing sides. Right, right. (laughs) I'm still on your side. I'm still fighting this and everything. I thought that was funny. And I liked how she went in there and she's trying to warn Robert. Mm -hmm. Don't get in bed with Daniel Hartman. Mm -hmm. Of course, she can't tell him why she can't get in bed. Mm -hmm. Which, in his defense, he then says, actually because you can't tell me he got you to sign a confidentiality that means he has you by the balls right mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. so maybe I did pick the right guy mm-hmm. to go yeah. into bed with well I mean they went to college together yeah and stuff but uh, I definitely loved how the scene ended with her telling him <laughs> <laughs> the sports score just make any man angry by telling him how it ends and so he can't enjoy you know what is it, it was a Giants game not yeah. a Jets game so Giants win but it's how one. she did it yeah. she she by one, but she used her middle finger. Did you catch that? I did oh, not did catch not. that. You did not catch that? Oh I watched gosh. this twice and I did not yes! catch that. Yes! She said they <sighs> lost by one. Oh my god. Yes, 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 yes. Jessica is my girl. 
<laughs> can't believe I missed Yes, that. she did. Uh, I was so bummed about the sports score being <laughs> ruined. Because, <laughs> yeah. man, you tell me the end of something when I haven't got there yet. Yeah. No, I'm the I'm same like, way. I'm like, oh, it's on. I'm the same way. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, so then when she shows up the second time, mm-hmm. looking fabulous after Harvey has just told her where you're going to get looking and, right. you know, you got a date and she's playfully like, he might be the one, you never know. Right. And then she goes there to talk about a merger, which he yeah. offered last week and she basically sent him packing right. real quick with that, like, hell no, we're not mm-hmm. doing that. And now she's coming back because she realizes that they are are a lot weaker than I think they thought Mm -hmm. that they were and they could use the help Mm -hmm. but now is it too late? Well in that particular scene I think that she got a, a, a lifeboat Oh, what do you call those things? A life, a lifesaver, a lifesaver. Life yes, or those little things that when people are drowning, like they are. <laughs> <laughs> and he told her what they plan to do and how are they going to file in each different state and jurisdiction, oh, and that yes. she would be served the next day. So seven, she, it was seven cases in seven, seven different jurisdictions. jurisdictions. Yes, crazy. So she got a heads up on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what, like, okay, I may not be able to do the merger, but let me give you a heads up. And because she didn't know, and she would have been completely blindsided with that. So now she knows. So I think she got something out of that visit, you know, even though she didn't get what she wanted, which was the merger. So we'll see what happens mm-hmm. with that. And now, is this something that we think she's going to keep from Harvey still? Because she didn't tell Harvey where she was going or what she was going to do. Right. And we all know that. Daniel Hardman or Robert Zane or anyone else who's out there to get them mm-hmm. will probably bring it up as like, well, you don't even realize that, you know, your valiant leader went out looking for a lifesaver right. in this moment. I think they just have huge trust issues. I don't know why they can't just say, listen, it, it, it is, I guess it is like an ideal marriage where you're kind of keeping things from right. your partner. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> but um, I, I do think it's bad news. I, I it think is. it's so bad news because you, you saw it on his face when when he found out things and he didn't know and I mean earlier in the episode it just, I think it really bothered him. I think they have huge trust issues and they can't, I mean unless they fix that I mean it makes for interesting storylines mm-hmm. but still yes. which Daniel Hartman didn't help with their trust issues by telling Harvey you know she, she's never going to make you a partner yeah. but right. then when they're having that conversation in her office but then she comes back with well he also told me that you would come after me one day mm-hmm. even come after my family like you did to him and you never told me that right. you went after him that hard right so it's kind of you know mm-hmm. they're both trying to one-up each other yes. at some point because, yeah. you know, they keep throwing in each other's face like, well, you didn't tell me this. Well, you didn't tell me this. Right. You didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me that. So they just need to sit down. But the way Harvey talks to Jessica sometimes, mm. it's like he's already in charge. Like, he's already... Like, his name is on that door. And then he does not As realize that should. her name... But it's her <laughs> name like on that, that door. I, again, there I am talking about sex stuff. <laughs> it's so... It's so sexy. It's like, if I want to be a partner, let me just play the part. Yeah. Let me show you my strengths. Let me show you how I am as a lawyer. But she knows how he is as a Mm -hmm. lawyer. You know, but she did check him. She said, you know, me to you (laughs) and you to him. (laughs) So she did check him a little bit because, you know, Harvey can, you know. She always has to knock him down a couple notches when he's... Right. Because he did come into her office talking a little crazy to be talking to your boss. 
right. I felt because I if I walked into my place of work and thought I was running things like yeah. that, they would send me packing. Like, but here's right the away. thing: Do you think that she's intimidated by that a little bit if she were to make him partner? I think it goes I mean, back, to partner, tru- back to the trust issue. Yeah, I like, think it goes back to the trust because I think a little bit of what Daniel Hardman said to him that Jessica doesn't trust you right. is true because Jessica knows that she created a monster in Harvey mm-hmm. and she sometimes loses control of this monster. She does not have control of him like she used to. Right. He goes off and does his own thing. When she says yes, he says no. You know, mm-hmm. there's the, that whole thing going on. So, by putting his name up there, he is now representing her mm-hmm. and, like, this whole company. And that that's a lot of power for someone like Harvey. Right. Yeah. But I think he'll do good with it. He, yeah. He has his moments where he could, because he's he's already, I mean, he's a pretty cocky guy. Right. And then you give him even more power. Right. (laughs) At least he backs his stuff up, though. Yeah. Yes. Because you can't be cocky and not back it up. If you're backing it up, then I'm cool with you being cocky, because Mm -hmm. you know what? At least he's got a rap sheet to back it up. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, that's so, so true. We'll see. With all that tension and drama and and insecurities and trust issues, if they ever do get together, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> it will be. They should just keep it far away. It would be like if they ever got together, it would be in the office, and it would be like a Grey's Anatomy type of scene where they're like in the on call room, you know, right. it's just like, oh, we're so tired and we're fighting, and then we just disappear for a minute and then come out like nothing right. happened. Yeah. That's how I could see. Harvey and Jessica getting down if, if it were to happen. But I, I also see the way that they respect each other. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they always come back and they have, you know, their final conversation and they respect each other. And I think that's huge. Yeah. So with that, I think that Jessica won't cross Harvey in a bad way and Harvey won't cross Jessica because of the respect that they have for each other. Yes, we know this. They need to I know. learn this now. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they do. Just need to they do. Learn yeah. it. And speaking of complicated relationships. Let's talk about Mike and Rachel in this oh, episode. Yes, okay, yeah. let's talk about it. Complicated, right? Because last I checked, she was still pretty upset about mm-hmm. him in the bed with his friend, even right. though I think we kind of decided that maybe it was a little bit of an overreaction from her since she did shut him down mm-hmm. and say that, you know, you're in an emotional state because you just lost your grandma and you're going to make stupid decisions and he wouldn't made a stupid decision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean you called it Rachel and then he did it so yeah. she was mad now you know Mike's coming to her for help on a because he wanted to help out on the case and everything and she's working on her Harvard ap- application and she can't quite get it done and they just spend a lot of time kind of during this episode helping each other out so it was nice to see Mike and Rachel kind of back a little bit because that's how they've always been, where they're always helping each other mm-hmm. when they need it and everything. And it was kind of nice to see them there, but you could see they were both still kind of, like, awkwardly hesitant with their sexual tension. And Yeah, I'm just ready for Rachel to get her backbone. Like, if you want to go to Harvard, go. Don't lie about one minute. Yeah, I did my application. No, I didn't do my application. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, this whole you and your dad thing, mm-hmm. do what it is you want to do. And I'm glad she came to that conclusion. Yes. Like, okay, let's let's get that together. Now, as far as them two together, I think that I think that there's the story is going to keep. Up. Well, let me. That's predictions. Let me just. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Because <laughs> I get so wrapped up in these characters, I'm like ready to talk, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like save it for predictions. Yes, I'll save it. Um, but I love that the breakthrough on her essay. 
how she came to it because Mike tells her the story about his interview with Harvey mm-hmm. to get the job, which after that episode, I went back and I watched that part of the season. No, he does tell her. Oh, okay. Tell Harvey, basically, I will be the best lawyer. He's also on the run from the cops because he has a <laughs> suitcase full of weed. Right. But, I mean, that has nothing to do with anything. You but could I, still be a good lawyer yeah, with I, a case full of weed. Exactly. <laughs> I love that she came in and she was like, look, I find I had a breakthrough on my essay mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to tell them. I'm a paralegal, so I already know the law. I already work here. I've already worked here longer than most of you know our partners have and associ- associates have so I'm not going to back down and that's just the type of it's Rachel kind of getting her backbone like mm-hmm. he said you know and it's a strong female character who finally knows what she wants and she's going after it and she's not going to take no for an answer I'm so happy she's there yes yeah. yes. I love that she didn't even apply anywhere else as yes. scary as that was yeah. for I, w- I was like what you're not gonna have a backup plan right yeah. I love when he said that there's no plan B and she's like well I want to work here and they only hire from Harvard so there's no point for that I thought that was like wow from someone who doesn't necessarily like have like a lot of inner strength and mm-hmm. kind of getting her own I was surprised that she was like nope this is my one plan it's gotta happen yes but that's what they always say if you don't have a plan B then plan A has to work <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Which- Hopefully it will. Yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about Lewis and Donna's revenge on Daniel Hartman. I love that Donna slapped him twice. Yes. I love that, that Lewis threatened his life. Yes. Um, <laughs> in the elevator. In the elevator. And that was just awesome. So overall, I really enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was very tense when it needed to be. It had its breaks when it was kind of calm and mm-hmm. still. And great, great episode. Yeah. So anything else you guys wanted to I always love when a woman slaps a man in television or film. <laughs> that was awesome. It's not necessarily always legal. You can ask Jaja Gabor. She got arrested for slapping a cop. <laughs> but uh, I, do, I always love it in, in television and film. So Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's move into a little bit of news and gossip. Okay. After Buzz TV News. Okay. So I found this article um, on, on the box interview with Meghan Markle who plays Rachel and she confirmed like we know that there's going to be a third season they're starting to shoot in Toronto in March so they're going to start shooting soon they're going to be filming for eight months up there and season three is going to be how this season was with ten episodes on one side of the season and then a break and then six episodes in the winter season which I'm still not sure how I feel about that because Mm -hmm. I kind of like all of my episodes together. I don't like having six on the back end. Like, split it up eight and eight or something more even, maybe. I don't know, USA. (laughs) It's up to you. (laughs) But, yeah. yeah. And then, also in the the article, um, I did not know this, but on season two, I believe, of Deal or No Deal, Rachel was one of the models holding the suitcases. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Megan was one of those girls. I was like, oh, what a fun little fun fact there yeah and then let's see what else did we have oh for next week's episode normandy this is a little bit of a spoiler alert if people don't want to hear what's happening spoiler alert spoiler Um, alert (laughs) abigail spencer is coming back she played scotty who's kind of harvey's rival slash kind of lover love interest in a way on the 
on the show. So oh yeah, I and she comes over it. from London. Mm-hmm. She's like the British branch or whatever. So she's coming in. And she's about to bring a whole lot more drama for Harvey and Jessica and their battle and everything. And she's bringing. It says she's bringing the full force of her British firm. Mm. And I know that last week I think I teased a little bit about in season three them maybe having to go over to London for some stuff. So maybe that's what we're going to find out how that all happens here. Yeah, yeah I think so. I saw that in the um, previews mm-hmm. because, because Donna is a little pissy yeah. about it. Donna's getting kind of... Messing with my man! <laughs> Donna needs to just mark her territory. <laughs> so, alright, let's get into some predictions. Okay. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So I think it's pretty safe to say that we all feel like Donna and Harvey might be having some sort of moment soon. Is that the vibe mm-hmm. I'm feeling? Yeah, I can roll with you on that. Okay. Yeah, Hopefully. but more on Donna's side. I don't know about Harvey. Mm-hmm. Maybe Harvey doesn't realize mm-hmm. it yet because mm-hmm. he's just so used to having Donna there to take care of him. Mm-hmm. You know how guys sometimes don't realize that you know the girl who's there taking care of you and that you're just used to is usually the one that you're supposed to be with, mm-hmm. but they're still too busy out there sleeping with everyone else. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then like bring, and then bringing them back into like right. their face. Like yeah. Donna has to watch him and hear about all his dates and everything, mm-hmm. and he doesn't see her face kind of drop a little bit when that happens. Or does he not? Because Harvey is too smart not to see it. Harvey's smart, yeah, but, but Harvey's he's a man. See, Harvey sees everything. <laughs> everything. Harvey yeah. sees everything, even with the little H. Like, you don't see that? The littlest detail? I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is Valentine's Day next week, so hopefully there will be something oh. sweet. Something sweet between yeah. them. Hopefully. Hmm. Any other predictions? Because Daniel Hartman's still around. Yeah. Robert Zane still there. He's still around. Um, I think maybe more on the you know the um, Mike and Rachel because he was remember Mike got a little sad saying you're not going to mm-hmm. be around because she's mm-hmm. going to go off to Harvard. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I think she's probably going to get into Harvard most likely. She's probably going to leave, but I think that's going to maybe draw them closer. I think I'm going a little bit way down the line with that mm-hmm. a little bit, but that's my prediction. Okay. Rachel gets into Harvard. Rachel gets then... into Harvard. Mike gets sad. Once Mike is sad, <laughs> then they realize how much they really like each other. And then once they realize how much they like each other, then they're going to come together. Mm. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we, have to, we have to see if Harvey's okay with them being together still, too. Yeah, that's true. Because Harvey... Because Harvey didn't make a comment. Yeah. He doesn't want them together because he doesn't want um, Mike, Mike to, to tell the secret. Tell the secret. That he's exactly. not a lawyer. Yeah. Mm. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, in the meantime, if anyone wants to keep this conversation going, predictions, whatnot, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm at TweetT22. I'm at Ms. Melissa Unger. And I'm at Ashita Anre. And you can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV as well. And we will be back next week with a special guest. We have um, the girl Amanda Scholl, who plays Katrina, will be in here with us next week. Yay! Yay! So until then, we will see you all later. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Oh,